Hey, what is good? It's me, your friend, the neighborhood nerd, the Bobo, and welcome to Bobo's Block. This is this is your first time joining. This is a weekly block party that I have every time I step behind the mic. And if this is your 47th, 53rd, whatever time it is, what up, dog? It is good to see you again, and thank you for coming back for the one time and kicking it with your boy for a little bit. So, um, let's go ahead and start off, and I want to let you guys know that this show is solely sponsored by my Patreon. Patreon is where you can do the most good and best health for Bobo's Block. It is our bread and butter here at Wonderground Media Network. And it is where you can get a lot of exclusive content and major perks for being a patron of the show and of um, my brand. So, yeah, you can go to my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Bobo. That's patreon.com forward slash B-O-B-B-O. There you can find multiple tiers to where you can sign up for as little as a dollar all the way up to $3,000. And if you go ahead and pay me $3,000, go ahead and start putting out the registry on Amazon because we are definitely going to get married because if you pay me $3,000 a month, I might as well... Just say you bought a Bobo. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's been... There's a lot going on. Um, if you ever, if you can't hear, my voice is kind of scraggly or whatever. But that is when we get into the update. The update. Um, again, y'all still haven't told me nothing. So, as soon as somebody tells me something about what noise y'all want me to make when we do the update, I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but, of course... I've been doing a lot as usual, per usual. WasabiCon was this weekend. Shout out to everybody who came out to WasabiCon here in Jacksonville, Florida. Shout out to the Florida Anime Club. You guys always make things super dope. I was not able to make it to WasabiCon, but I definitely do love WasabiCon and the the people who put WasabiCon on every single year. Um, wanted to make because like the nerd and geek community in Jacksonville is a great great deep like supportive community so if you guys get to come out to one of the Jacksonville cons I will definitely try to make my presence felt and be there for and like I said mingle with you all okay um but the reason why I was not there with Sabicon was because I had a really huge wrestling match um my first time debuting at DCCW um DCCW is a local promotion here in Jacksonville and McClinney um they I love the family down there at DCC Dub. Um, I got to take on the ghetto superstar, Mr. Steve Pender and JoJo Harrington. And, um, yeah, Kiss It brought the pain. Um, I'm going to try and put up more highlights and more videos of that. But, yeah, it was a very big match. I want to thank the people for DCC Dub for bringing me and Tam out. And we definitely will be back because we have some come-uppings that people need to be getting and yeah we we actually want some gold so definitely gonna be back down there um what else what else what else um besides the side kind of just been kind of like getting everything together i think i'm gonna be doing weekly drops for you guys of the photos that i've been taking and the photos i've been editing and stuff so um look out for that i want to call it photo um photo uh what did i that fucking say i was like photography for tuesdays or something like that like photography for tuesday i don't know whatever but yeah i'm gonna try and drop photos for y'all on tuesday so be on the lookout for that i also went live on my youtube if you guys um don't get the notifications please go ahead and go subscribe to my youtube the link is down there in the bottom um went live and was just kind of talking rambling kind of getting getting the 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 wheels turning over there and stuff it's been two years since i I've restarted my YouTube page and like I've done a little thing and we I've done a little bit of things with it and we do you filthy casuals like every other week but now I want to fully commit to doing YouTube every Fridays whether it be a live a reaction video whatever comes up whatever goes down or whatever you guys will definitely be seeing that on Friday I'll be putting out a video for you guys um highlighting that and it'll be the new intro video to my channel so yeah go ahead and check out what we do over there on the YouTubes. Um, and when I say we, it's just me and sometimes Cam. It's my channel. So go check out what I be doing. And again, hit up the Patreon. Like, Patreon, I'm going to be putting some more exclusive stuff up. Um, you guys are owed a episode of Kicking It. Um, so I got to get you guys an episode of Kicking It as well. Is um, just some stuff that I've just kind of been holding on to. And... I also want to give a big shout out to every single person that has hit me up or just like to give me some encouragement or so over the last week and a half. It's been a lot. It's been it's been a lot um, of transitioning with me and there's a lot of things I've, I'm putting into motion. So definitely shout out to all you guys. Thank you so very much for that. Thank you for the love. You know, I definitely feel it. So um, whew, I think that is about it for the update. So um, I 
do not have a um, pot. Yeah, friend of the pot of the week. I have to do better. I forgot. I split everything together. Did not put that in. But I want to give a shout out to um, Lucy Lizzie. He gave me a big shout out on his um, podcast. I do. I have a verbal friend of the pod of the week. Um, it's my homies at the short box podcast. They are doing this amazing event called unite the seven. Um, they were slated to do a episode on John Stewart, green lantern, and they knocked it out of the park. If you guys don't know what the unite the seven event is, go on, go ahead over to Twitter, put in hashtag unite the seven. There are seven podcasts that are dealing with seven to comic book characters. And it's, it's been an amazing event so far. And I'm super happy that Shortbox is a part of that. So you guys definitely support them. Go over to the short box website, go to subscribe to their podcast as well as, um, check out their Instagram and all of their other, um, social media stuff. Usually the short box jacks, um, but yeah, that's my homies. Like I said, the the crew over there, Botter, Cesar, Ashley, and um, and Ed. You guys are tremendous. Like I said, and also, it, it, like they have a Patreon too. Like again, Patreon, like support. Um, they have a Patreon too. I'm one of the true believers in their Patreon, and they give amazing prizes away. They do giveaways. They do meetups. They do a lot of good, cool stuff. So Shortbox is my friend of the pod of the week for this week if i had a clip i'll put it in right here but you guys definitely go and check them out i i want to probably do them again another week and then give you guys a full clip so you guys can feel the energy of the short box podcast i'm um, also did a dope ass interview with um botter back for creative creators in color so go ahead and check that out learn more about the history of the short box as well so yeah there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff i'll just do it in your face all right, so now we can move on to Around the Net. And this ATN is going to be very DC heavy. This whole goddamn show is probably going to be DC heavy. Um, let's go ahead and get it out of the way because it's literally the majority of this goddamn um, docket. So DC Fandom, my God, um, it went hard. Um, we got so many stuff. We're going to go over the major things because it's so much shit that I could get into and I'll go down a rabbit hole and that might as well have been the nerdgasm, but I don't want to dwell on that a lot. So we got so many, um, so many trailers. First, we got the trailer for Black Adam. Looks so good. Like, it looks so menacing. I'm excited. We got the trailer for, um, the Flash, holy shit, like, that was unexpected, it wasn't even a teaser, it was just scenes they put together, like, I saw two Barry Allens and a Supergirl talking to Batman in the Batcave, and then, and then fucking Barry uncovered the Batmobile, like, what is happening, it's, it's gonna be lit, um, we got the teaser for Shazam and the Fury of the Gods, that was amazing, you got, um, Young Justice Phantoms. You got your first look at Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. We got looks at so many other new things coming out. We got Naomi. We got more Stargirl. We got Batwoman. We like it's it was shit upon thing upon thing upon thing upon thing. Like they really came hard with it. And out the gate, they started with like the Black Adam trailer. So you knew they were like from jump. So yeah, I'm DC is trying to shake off the cobwebs from the old, from like from like the DCEU of old. They're trying to trying to reinvent reinvent themselves, revamp what they're doing. I'm excited to see how all of this comes out and how it all turns because like I said DC has some really amazing properties. Like so we have some some things to talk about coming out of Fandom. Let me go ahead and pull up my gosh darn Fandom thing that I had. Like I said, talked about all the trailers. The major trailer was the Batman trailer. Everybody's like, oh, I watched it and I was like, all right, it's probably gonna it's gonna be good, but I ain't gonna live to the hype. Like it it actually lived up to the hype. Like I am I am thoroughly impressed. Um, it does look like very Nolan versey, but like I said, it gives a good twist on what they what they're going to be giving us in the upcoming B- the Batman movie. So I I have less worry about it. Um, speaking of Aquaman two, like I said earlier, Aquaman: The Last Kingdom. Um, oh, God, they gave us a look at the new Black Manta suit. Bruh, like, they leaned so into the comic book look, but it looks amazing. Like, James Wan and his costume department are just 
leaps and bounds beyond anything we could ever expect or or ever really like be deserving of because this black manta looks so damn boss like it the pictures the pictures alone that they showed us look like a goddamn alex ross drawing like oh the way that they kind of just set up like the lighting for it and the way it hits is by like aquaman to the lost empire black manta better be a motherfucking problem because if he's not and he looks this goddamn like goddamn clean like I'm going to be as upset because I'm already a Jaguar fan. And Jaguars, firstly, shout out to us for winning in London. That, that's usually our, our actual hometown, London. But um, <laughs> Jaguars are, are known for looking the cleanest, having the best uniforms, but always losing, always taking L's. It hurts my soul. It hurts my soul, but I, I'm a diehard Jaguars fan to the end. But still, But yeah, back to the Aquaman 2, like, it's going to be like – the way that they explain in the little teaser sizzle reel pack is like James Wan is setting us up for something fucking epic, and I can't wait. And the same thing's happening with Shazam too, and Fear of the Gods. Like they're setting us up for some epic shit. Like I am truly impressed with what we saw. So yeah, another big thing that came out of um fandom was that th- there was leaks that Zack Snyder actually was going to give us John Stewart Green Lantern. And the Snyderverse, or the Snyder cut or so, but that, that got cut as well. But it, it looks good. I don't know the actor who they have portraying him, but he, he it looked great for the screen test. And he also looked good, like, just standing there being dope as fuck. So, yeah, we got Martian Manhunter for some reason, but we didn't get Green Lantern, John Stewart. It's fine. It's fine. Um... I'm gonna hit the wrong thing. My bad, y'all. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got a lot of good other comic book shit, like like actual comic book things. Um, Monkey Prince will be getting a new um, twelve issue series coming next year. I think it's either early next year or late this year. I can't remember which one. I want to say it's early next year. But another um, amazing comic book thing came out to 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 light so y'all already know my girl my sister from another mister steph i will is writing nubia um the new nubia in the amazon's book that is going to be coming out this week the 19th go get your copy today this episode is dropping the same day as nubia and the goddamn amazons and you better be at the comic book shop listening to me do this because y'all need to go support my sister her and vita they are out here doing a goddamn thing and they're writing an amazing book um the artist shout out to everybody who's worked on um nubia and the amazons but she has also been announced to be writing in the new crossover event that begins next year in 2022 that's going to be the trial of the Amazons. Like I am hype. Like give her all the things. Give my sister all the things. So yes, excited to read that. Excited to read Nubia again. Y'all better be getting y'all copies of Nubia. Y'all better have already pre-ordered. Y'all better have y'all comic book shops up and waiting to hand out the copy of Nubia and the Amazon. Because I definitely am going to be dropping down to one of my Coliseum Comics um, stores, either over here on Park Street or all the way over in Atlantic, or even might go to Mythical Mountain. I may get multiple copies of goddamn Nubia and the Amazon because I can. Because that's my friend. That I love her. And I'm going to support her goddamn book. I, I bet. So... <laughs> yes, be on the lookout for that. Trial of the Amazon is coming in 2022. I was super excited when they announced it, okay? Uh, all right, what else um DC do we got to talk about? Oh, yes. Um I had it on Facebook. Where is it? Over here. Yeah. So, um Legends of Tomorrow is hitting their 100th episode. It's going to be epic. Like Legends of Tomorrow is finally getting that big milestone because we honestly didn't think that Legends was going to make it like that long, but they really are out here doing the goddamn thing, and they are bringing back one of my favorite Legends. They're bringing back Captain Cold, Leonard Snart, um, back. I don't know how. I don't know what they're going to do to do it. It's probably going to be a multiversal thing because you know he's kind of dead in our universe. Or even did I don't know if they fixed that with Crisis. So it's it's a lot. So Leonard's going to be back. Captain Cold's going to be back. He loves playing that part. I, I enjoy every time we get a prison break reunion from the cast of the Arrowverse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's lit. Um, that's that's dope. Uh, 
Titans season four got announced for the for the DC Universe or the HBO Max streaming app. I really said DC Universe. Damn, I wonder if that thing is still even like alive and kicking. I know they still do comics on there, but I don't know. Um, what else we got? Oh, and sadly, sad DC note. DC actually canceled Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle omnibus that we were waiting for to come out. Um, if you haven't read Batman X and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, go pick that up. It's a really good ass like read. It's really dope, dope crossover kind of comic that I didn't expect. Now, honestly, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles really crossover with a lot of goddamn people that I love because they did this Batman crossover. But as I already have told y'all multiple times, you need to go pick up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles X Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers at that. It's lit as fuck. There's a Green Ranger Shredder. Like, come on. Um, it's it's still a lot of DC stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, let me go ahead and finish this up. <sighs> all right, so hold on, wait, no, no, no. I think, I think, I think I got all the DC stuff. Oh shit, bro! I think I got all the. Oh no, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Um, season three just released their first looks down there at um Fandom as well. Harley Quinn looks amaze balls. Like the cast is back, everybody's back. So yeah, definitely gonna have to um check that out for you guys for sure. <sighs> What else did we get? What else did we get? Yeah, talked about Monkey Prince. How about that? Um, Gail Gadot was at <laughs> at um at Fandom talking about the next Wonder Woman. Uh, so I hope that that I I missed that honestly. Um, yeah, because again, we have a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about. We have a major thing that's going to talk about. You probably, probably probably think like, oh, he hasn't said anything about it yet. He, I know he mentioned it last week, but he hasn't said, like, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Trust me. I'm um, just scrolling through here. Just make sure I ain't miss nothing. I'm talking about Young Justice Season 4, Phantoms. That is out now on HBO Max. Go stream. Go watch. Um, oh, there's a new Catwoman animated feature that's going to be coming out. It's going to be giving a release date soon. Um, it's called Catwoman Hunted, and we got to meet the voice of the new Catwoman. So, yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for the DC stuff. So, uh, I think I could get into some other major things. Oh, no, no, no. One more thing. So, The Flash, the television show, Barry Allen finally gets his gold boots, and Grant Gustin is super fucking hyped about it. So, yes, go check that out. Grant Gustin is getting gold boots for his Flash costume. Um, So, it, it finally fulfills the flash prophecy like he has everything now he has the chin strap he has the gold boots he has the the ring all that shit bro it's lovely it's lovely uh all right so yeah yeah so yeah. all right now i'm gonna stop scrolling and now we're gonna get off of stuff that's not dc okay so um firstly netflix master of the universe revelations which was fucking good finally gave us the reveal of who will actually beat Skeletor. They um they did this, I wanna say this was back on the twelfth, this dropped on Gizmodo Gizmodo. Yeah. Alright, so Kevin Smith, um, sequel to the beloved A's cartoon He Man and Master Universe has been divisive among fans. It really hasn't. Fuck them. Um but yeah, so we actually see a new version of He Man called Savage He Man. This is spoiler by the way. Okay? Spoiler. So, yeah, it's, there's a new toy that just got released called Savage He-Man. So, and it includes Orko for some reason. That's weird because he also, spoiler, dead. Um, so, yeah. They, they, um, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, all right. So, so they gave an explanation on the back of the toy. So, I'm going to read this off. His origins of revelations, courtesy of Mattel press release, is wild as the rest of the series, and I love it. So, for years, it was assumed that Adam, Prince Adam could only call upon the power of Grayskull using the Sword of Power. But Adam himself always wondered what would happen if he called upon the power without the sword. We now know the answer, and it's Savage He-Man. With full power of Grayskull unleashed inside of him, Adam gains a combination of primal rage and all of the power of the universe. The 
the raw fury, the brutal strength, and the unbridled speed of Ten Heeman. Shit! So, if you haven't watched um, Revelations, Adam was always like the wimpy um, He-Man out of the group. There's, there are other He-Men and He-Women are so are that have been graced with going into like the hero's heaven of um, of of Eternia. And he chose to stick with his normal body as Prince Adam and not his normal He-Man. So, yeah, so seeing him go savage He-Man, but it's also set it up so you can get a brand new fucking He-Man. Like, again, go back to my episode when I talked about He-Man um, in the Master of the Universe Revelations. And it was called Was It Too Woke? Um, and, like, so, yeah, it's, again... Just wait. Let the story play out. This is fucking amazing. I can't wait for the next um, season of Revelations to come out. You guys, again, just let things happen. Let stories come to their natural fucking fruition. Like, uh. All right, moving forward in the docket. We have a new comic um, comic news on here. So, Chuck D um, of Public Enemy, he's going to be presenting... A comic called Chuck D presents Apocalypse 91: The Revolution Never Sleeps, an original graphic novel anthology by Z2 Comics, and it's actually available for pre-order right now. Um, to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Apocalypse 91: The Enemy Strikes Black, um, with this commemorative commemorative sequel graphic anthology apocalypse 91 revolution never sleeps begins on a familiar backdrop of 1991 and explodes into a far-flung future with a series of speculative fiction and stories by the industry's leading creators including evan narcissus of spider-man miles morales um regime sawyer of dark knight's death metal shay grayson of batman urban legends troy jeffrey allen of vision Villain, all caps, and many more. Witness revolutionaries in every millennium stand up and fight the power with a little help from the rhymes and rebels of the past. So, yeah, this seems like a dope-ass comic book. I can't really wait. Can't wait to get my hands on it. I hope I can um, snag me a copy. So, definitely will be pre-ordering. Excited to see what comes out of this, this graphic novel anthology. All right. Moving forward in the docket for spooky season shit, um, David Gordon Green wants to direct all three of the new Exorcist movies. So this was um came out I think I want to say around the fourteenth. Um, this is from Bleeding Cool. Fresh off of bringing Michael Myers back to life, director David Gordon Green is setting his sights on a different franchise now, The Exorcist. He's already lined up a new trilogy of films, which he will co-write with Peter Sattler. He's already locked in to direct the first film in the trilogy, which will star Leslie Odom Jr. and, ret- and returning Ellen Burstein, reprising her role as Chris McNeil. So that's going to be interesting as hell. I wonder if Leslie Odom Jr. is... um. Is going to be playing the priest. That will be that will be lovely. Also, shout out to Leslie Odom Jr. and he has a new film out called um, "A Time in a Needle Stack." It's crazy. Just go watch the trailer if you don't you don't know yet. But yeah. Um, okay, so moving forward in the docket, we got two Marvel stories coming up. Okay, um, first one I want to <laughs> we're going to talk about a little something funny. So Lauren Ridloff. Um, she did an interview recently, I want to say they said with Variety or so, I can't remember which one this was, but she um, talked about the levels of secrecy that they did, um, or they went up to when it came to like the Marvel script and Marvel movies and stuff, man, and it's crazy. So Lauren Rudolph on, said that they had a man in a trench coat, I'm not making this up, he would come over to my house at night with new script pages, and you had to trade him off the old pages, and then he'd walk off into the night. It was very undercover, very covert. Like, <laughs> Feige is done with the goddamn leaks. He's done with the leaks. He's done with all the all the shit that people have been, like, said. Like, that whole Spider-Man Far From Home shit, never happening again. Um, that whole Spider-Man No Way Home shit never happening again. Like, Kevin Feige is done. Like, he said, we're, we're cutting the bullshit. Y'all won't even know what part of the movie you're shooting. That's how they did with Endgame. Like, Tom Holland was like, I didn't even know what we were shooting and when we shot what we shot. Like, it was just very, very interesting to do Endgame and Infinity War at once. Like, yeah. So, that was, that was very fun. That was very funny. But also, we have some some very alarming, not alarming, but interesting news so disney has announced that they're going to delay yes delay doctor strange 2 
Thor 4, Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, and Indiana Jones 5. So I totally forgot Indiana Jones 5 was an actual fucking thing. But the other three I knew were coming out on a particular date. But Marvel fans prepare to wait in line a little bit longer to see Doctor Strange, Thor, and Black Panther return to theaters. Disney has delayed release plans for several upcoming films. Um, and they put... Doctor Strange from March 25th to May 6th, Love and Thunder from May 6th to July 8th, and Black Panther from July 8th to November 11th. With the Black Panther sequel um, jumping to November, the Marvels has been postponed to 2023, and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium is coming out and was bumped from February to July 28th, 2023. So this is so people are, are obviously going to make their their jokes and their assumptions that oh this is because of DC fandom and all they put out like no this has there are other major things going on they're not they're not like WWE AEW they're not just going tit for tat like they they have these things for a reason and they're probably pro, they're probably projections that um they either won't get production finished in time due to the pandemic or just other things that are delaying these these movies and once one of them gets delayed it's like a domino effect a lot of them get pushed back so it happens and and again right now especially now after 2020 this definitely happened so i am interested to see where this takes the timeline because after spider-man no way home it was going to be like Doctor Strange and all that stuff. So now we have a little bit more time of Marvel shows in between all of this stuff. So hopefully we'll be able to fill in that time from No Way Home to the next date of July 8th. Okay? Okay. All right. So I'm sorry. Not to May 6th. We'll have to fill in from December to May because it was supposed to be March 25th to now it's May 6th. So, yeah. All right. Moving forward in the docket. Um, Apple just put out a new um, press conference, and we have new new stuff out. Um, we firstly have new AirPods. AirPods third generation. They're going to be one hundred and seventy nine dollars. They have all new designs. They're sweat and water resistant, improved um, quality for FaceTime calls, spatial audio, adaptive EQ, new charging case, a wireless charging case, and they have a four sensor control. Um, and of course, like I said, longer battery life and all that good stuff like that. But now we're into Mac territory. Oh, so we got two new Macs of a 16.2 inch liquid retina um, XDR display and a 14.2 inch mini LED display. They both have ProMotion 120 hertz. They have 1600 nits at peak brightness powered by the M1 Pro and also the M1 Max on the 16.2, or you can upgrade to the M1 Max, which is a beast of a goddamn chip. They all have three um, Thunderbolt 4 ports. They have an HDMI port. They have an SD card slot. I don't remember the last time a Mac had an XD card slot, so that's mind-blowing and amazing. There is MacSafe back again. Um, there's no touch bar. They removed the touch bar and put function keys back where it is. Um, they both have 1080p cameras, and they have fast charging of 50% in 30 minutes, and they have up to 24 hours of battery life. The... 60 um the, the 14 inch will be 1999 yeah one sorry a thousand ninety nine dollars and the um <laughs> and the 60 inch is going to be 24.99 so that is what you have and they also did like i want to say um air air home mini a pot yeah like the little they're their their competition for alexa they did that the little airpod minis or whatever um and I think that's it for the Apple event. So, yeah. So, whew. I actually got through. Oh, no, no, no. I did not get through all of it. I forgot I do have other stuff over here. Um, so, yeah. So, we actually got news um, from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Will Poulter will be playing Adam Warlock. I was very intrigued by this choice. Um, great kid. Great actor. He's grown up a lot. Um, it's just, I just. I have to see him in full get up because I remember him from that goddamn movie. What was that movie? We are the we are the um the Millers. I want to say it's called. Yeah, we're the Millers. And I again that kid. He's just uh, but yeah. But I can't wait to see what he does at the MCU. And finally, this is going to be the last one. Um, 
from Deadline. G4 finally set a date. You guys remember G4? I fucking love G4. It's where we get around the net from. Um, they have set a date with um, actually returning to to TV, like not just Twitch. It's, well, they are going to still be on Twitch and everything, but they're going to return to actual TV. They're going to be on FiOS, Verizon FiOS. They're going to be on Cox, Xfinity, and Philo. This is really dope because the reanimated video game culture hub, G4, is returning to TV on November 16th with carriage deals in place with Verizon, Cox, Xfinity, and Philo. I hope they are able to work out a deal with YouTube TV because that's what I have right now. And um, you guys, we we could really see G4 back on TV, dog. Like, it's going to be great. They're going to be returning with X-Play and around the net. I'm sorry. X-Play and Attack of the Show. They're also going to be bringing back Japanese Ninja Warrior, Sasuke. They're going to be bringing back a lot more other things. They're probably going to do the eSports show that they've been doing on Twitch. They're going to also be doing a lot more um, in-depth, in like, in-depth coverage of nerd and geek events and stuff. So that's going to be really dope to see. If you guys haven't been following G4 on Twitter and everything like that, go ahead and do so. So, yeah. Okay, so here's the lineup. So Attack of the Show, X-Play, Boosted. Um, that's the weekly esports comedy series. Um, Ninja Warrior, of course, the original Ninja Warrior. They had the broadcasted rights to Sasuke. Um ELS Gaming is partnered with ELS Gaming, the world's leading esport gaming lifestyle company, and they have a Dungeons and Dragons limited series. So I'm I'm definitely definitely hyped to see this product. Uh, we won't have to get any more Esquire Network bullshit put onto the goddamn um, lineup of G4 anymore. This is for the gamers, for the nerds, by gamers and nerds. Right, so, yeah, so I definitely definitely am hyped about that. So. All right, that again, like I said, that is the docket. I'm going to go ahead and take a musical break. This week's musical break is a great little group that um, I discovered. So it's called The Violet Nines. I'm going to play one of their songs. This song is called Let Me Hold You. And, yeah, you hope you guys enjoy, and I will catch you after the musical break, all right? Yeah, I would just head to, like, that corner. Just put it back there. No, we got left out there. Sorry, no. Run it. There's no time like the present, darling. It seems this life is ending slowly.
here on Bobo's Block. And of course, um, that was, again, The Violet Nines. And the song is called Let Me Hold On. Not Let Me Hold You. My bad, guys. Um, Let Me Hold On. It's in the link below. Go ahead and check it out. Dope video. Dope song. Dope band. Go check them out on Instagram. Found them. They hit me up. Told them I would be using their song in the um, in this episode. And they were super excited. So I've been trying to scour a little bit more for a little bit deeper um, deeper cuts. And like I said, more dynamic sounds for, for people that I introduce you guys to. Because I love introducing new music on the block. It's really a really fun part of, of what I do here. So, yeah. <clears throat> And also, I wanted to go with more of a softer sound because of the topic that we're talking about. If you have not already seen the thumbnail for the episode, we're talking about John Kent, Superman, and also his dad, if you haven't caught by the name. We're talking the Superman of DC this this week because a lot has happened. A lot has happened. And a lot of people have kind of put themselves on the hill to die so let's let them motherfucking die and we gonna talk about it so last week i told you guys that for coming out day national coming out day they announced that john kent will be coming out in this next um month's issue of november as bisexual he is going to be he's going to be um coming out of the closet to his mom and his dad and like I say he has a new a new boo thing um and that and honestly it's not about that because that story is solid or whatever it's about the reaction that it got because of course we went through this before went through this a little a, a couple of times here on the block we talked about this um we talked about this with i am not starfire we talked about this with tim drake coming out as bisexual it's such a weird thing how threatened comic book fans get when there's such a little change or such a thing that brings comics into a newer, more modernized, like I said, light that they just get so frazzled and just, oh, my comics, you you, you represent that people can love it, whoever they want to love, and that they can be fat and not be unhappy with their life. What is wrong with you? Like, it's fucking baffling that, that we still have to have these conversations in 2021 that we can write whatever the fuck we want to write about because this is our platform comic books aren't just for straight cis heterosexual men anymore they're not just for for white guys they're not just for hardcore fanboys who claim that they're they've read every single comic to ever exist they're for everybody they're for kids they're for LGBTQAI people. They're for, for fat, skinny, disabled. They're, they're, for, they're, they're for every single person that is represented in the spectrum of life. Because, honestly, comics should be a vehicle and a venue to where you can see yourself when you don't see yourself or when you don't see anybody who looks like you that's why i got into comics because i was able to see characters and people who i related to people that i was able to to kind of get the picture of because they were black people in comics yeah they're very scarce and far between but i saw myself in sam wilson i saw myself in a in a in a jefferson pierce i saw myself in in a duke um Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. So I saw myself in Duke um, from, from Batman and the Signal. I saw myself in We Are Robin. I, I've always wanted to be Robin. I, I definitely, Duke Thomas. I was fucking, I was fucking blanking my back, guys. Yeah, I saw myself in these characters. I got into comics way back when or whatever. It's always been like a bunch of white guys that I've been reading about. Either it'd be Captain America or it'd be Ted Cord, Blue Beetle, or I'd be reading about Batman or read about Dick Grayson or read about, um, it's some random white guy that's saving the world. And it's like, yeah, cool. But when I saw a black character, such as like a static shock, such as like a hardware, such as like an icon, when I saw a black character like John Stewart. When I saw black people in comic books such as like Batwing, either it be Lucas Fox, um, yeah, Luke Fox, or whether it be the Batman of Africa, I saw a piece of my culture. I saw a piece of representation. So when you have a character who is still discovering and finding himself as a superhero in his comic book, in the main title comic book, it's okay for us to make someone feel included 
it there's one for one there's not a lot of bisexual representation within comic books in general and especially in the main dc line this is uh, not a new thing like bisexual people have been around but this is also saying that they see these people because these last two people who have come out to us have not only been bisexual they've been bisexual men they have been people who have gone the, throughout their majority of their lives or for john's case he's gone through the first part of his life or the most um influential part of his life not knowing who he is and john has been through a fucking roller coaster he was a kid and he he kind of figured out like i said he had powers and all that stuff whatever but then he got taken by his grandpa and he got he got aged up very quickly and there's a lot of stuff that he's discovering about one his body one his 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 mind state and two like i said just his overall identity because now that clark is going to kind of be off world for a bit he is superman who, what kind of Superman does he want to be? And what kind of a person does John want to be? He has a lot of emotions that he has to like really take into consideration with coming into this role as just still a young, uh, like a young up and coming hero, but also just a teenager, like teenager, 18 year old. Like it's, it's, it's a lot. And he, he's taking it one issue at a time. And we saw where, kind of things could go for john because in future state like he gets very cold he gets very uh like very like by the books like this shit happened and we will never let it happen again i will be the protector of every fucking thing like he he's very on the nose and i want him to be a little bit more happy bro i want him to be a little bit more joyous and this brings him joy right now because again he's still a kid he's still learning all about he about himself as he can and this is one part of himself that he is in love with his friend i want to say it's jade i want to say that the character's name is jade but give me a quick second i want to make sure again yeah, i do not want to ever bring you guys <laughs> bring you guys anything that i don't fully research beforehand so yeah it. And I've gone through, like I said, all that I have because this is going to be the November 9th issue of Superman that this is happening on. I just, again, I'd be spacing on some of these names. <laughs> be spacing on some of these names. Jay is his name. I knew it was a J. It's J A Y. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, young, the young couple are basically going to be a couple. Like I said, I, I, you don't even know how long this will honestly last because, again, they're, they're teenagers, and he has a very difficult kind of life that he lives. But this is what, right now one moment in his life that he knows what he wants or he's finally strong enough and brave enough to say what he wants. And sometimes, a lot of times, mostly, heroes' lives, heroes' love lives are about sacrifice. And this is one thing that I don't hope he has to sacrifice. And it could be a very, very tropey thing where this, where Jay ends up like the next Lois Lane and he always has to fucking save Jay. But we're not going to get there. We're going to hope that the writers are going to be doing everything in their power to make John's story and journey, like I said, a lovely one. And doesn't have to go through repetitive, repetitive narrative that Superman has always fucking dragged on with for. But still... I love it. I love to see it. Um, they, of course, as you know, there's been major backlash because why are they turning Superman gay? There's a gay agenda against the kids and this and that and the third. But it's not that. It's honestly, again, there are more people who are openly talking about their sexual identity. And these people have always been around. These t There's always been bisexual men in the in the world. It's just now they are, are forward, like they're awarded their own space of representation within this comic book because there are young men who are out there who don't know who they are and they know that they like boys and they know that they like girls but they kind of like want to figure out what they go wherever like it's just again it's just a young man exploring who he is and i'm i'm here for it i'm definitely here for it I fucks with um, the entire staff that made this bold decision because you guys are really dope and doing the right thing for people who want to see themselves in the narrative. And for the people who are like, oh, this isn't Superman, this isn't canon, like, this is not, this isn't Clark Kent. Clark Kent isn't bisexual. Like, um, they, they brought in Dean Kane on Fox News for some fucking reason because Dean Kane has been Superman in over, like, two decades. And, and he was a horrible Superman at that. I used to think that the adventures of Superman 
Superman and Lois were so good. Like, it was fucking trash. And he's a trash person. So, yeah, fuck off, Dean Cain. Um, it's just, like, they, they try to bring this around to just some side of agenda. Like, this is just the writers giving a character more to the story, more to their 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 layout. Because John honestly could have gone down the same boring ass route as his dad superman comic books don't usually hold my interest unless there's some big crossover event and john kent has actually been been very interesting beyond him coming out of bisexual this did not even come out yet like just the thought process that john goes through when taking on situations and, and handling trouble and stuff like that and there was a whole thing of like he was in the the bottled city of, uh, of krypton and like it's john kent is wildly becoming a different superman than his dad so yeah i really appreciate what the writers have been doing with john so yeah keep this up keep it up for real um and secondly we have to talk about clark and his new slogan that has been ruffling the panties of all the 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 hardcore superman fans my god like some of these people don't even fucking talk about comics until it's something that does that they don't agree with so for them to be like we're hardcore superman man. this is a superman what are you doing so if you haven't seen by the title superman has a new mantra it always used to be truth justice and the american way but that was like old ass white rhetoric shit old ass colonizer shit and Superman has kind of gotten away from that mantra for a, for a while now, but they wanted to revamp and revitalize Superman and his mantra because in these times, there is need for something that can grab on to a person's um, attention and bring them hope in some sort of some sort of like capacity. So it went from truth, justice, and America way to now truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. It makes so much more sense and it brings in so much inclusivity because Superman's just not an American hero. And the American way thing came back from the old war days and shit like that or whatever and the, the propaganda and, and them trying to boost up patriotism and shit. Like, it doesn't even work like that anymore, bro. Like, the American way, what is the American way if you really want to think about it when it comes to superheroes? Let niggas run amok and then just don't deal with the consequences of their actions. There, there's been many of comic books where writers have called out Superman for this shit because he will go and take care of things and problems around the world, not just in America. And from there, they would see that as an act of war, an incident, an international incident where Superman has crossed sovereign soil. Superman has shed blood or done whatever he's done on sovereign soil, and they can take it up with America because he's truth justice in the American way. This is the American way. Let some random ass guy come in, blow your shit up and handle it and then just fly the fuck off. No, no, no. So yeah, the world is too big and also too small for that. The world that he takes precedence and cares for is way too small for Superman to just be thinking only about America. This man can, can literally speed and fly to one country to another in like 1.2 seconds bro like he he doesn't just protect american values he protects the values for everyone to make a better tomorrow i want to read you guys something and this is gonna fucking blow your mind literally blew my mind when i read it so i know you're probably like what the fuck all right so let me get it so um firstly shout out to and talks comics at and comics this is um the person who put this on my radar and i don't know i have to get the the full article that this is from but this is the excerpt from the article that she posted today and it says um but as a but as part of it, Gabe Eltab, colorist on the very comic that we're discussing, they're talking about the changeover um, of one. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, he was the colorist on a Superman comic, so yeah, it's talking about the changeover, a lot of things that happened, and this is his his take, whatever. <sighs> and the work of his fellow creators on the book, stating, yeah, yeah, he criticized DC comic comics and the work on this 
this fellow creators on the book stating, I'm finishing out my contract with DC. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of them ruining these characters. They don't have the right to do this. At Comic-Con 2009, I was pushing Jerry Robinson's wheelchair. That's the man who invented the Joker. I would work the DC booth back then. I remember bending down to his face and telling him, thank you. Thank you for creating these characters so people like me can waltz in and get a job. It's not about gay or anything. Talking about the November 9th title. He's literally the color, colorist on this shit. And I'm not, it's not about gay or anything else. What really pisses me off about that saying truth, justice, and a better world? Fuck that. It was truth, justice, the American way. My grandpa almost died in World War II. We don't have a right to destroy shit that people died for to give us. It's a bunch of fucking nonsense. They all call us bigots and racists and shit. I would ask them, find me a fucking mainstream, not on the fringes. One fucking book of one fucking shirt. Uh, t-shirt on one movie that says leftism is bad and conservatism is good find it for for me they fucking won't they're not letting people have a voice they're they're fucking bigots sorry that's that's been bottled up for five years so here's what i have to say to gabe fuck off bro I'm glad you're finishing off the com- your comic book contract with DC because we don't need people like that working behind the scenes of our comics who's literally outwardly hate- hatred spews from their body as you probably walk past them. Some people who are probably even um, in the LGBTQ community who, Q community who work at DC probably felt that shit when, when probably interacting with this guy. Because, like, you know, it's not like an office setting when you work for, like, DC or whatever comics, but you do get together for certain things and you meet with people or so like that and and having an energy like his or having a mindset like his is no longer needed in comics and this whole like oh i pushed jerry robinson around jerry robinson made more than the joker and that doesn't really have a good footing as he thinks it does when it comes to shit like this or whatever being it he literally stated being truth justice and truth justice better tomorrow fuck that Fuck your better tomorrow. That's what he's saying. Fuck your better tomorrow because I want to have the American way. And I I need what I want. And you guys just, just can't, can't suck it because my grandpa fought in World War II so Superman can say American way. And that's not even a fucking thing. Because I don't think when your grandpa was in the trenches of World War II, he was thinking about, oh, Superman one day will be tried and changed to a better tomorrow. Oh, fuck that, you Nazis. Fuck that, you you, you conservative communists. We're going to talk about the goddamn American way forever. I fight for it. Like, no. Nobody in World War II gave a fuck about Superman and his mantra. This is all your same meat and potatoes white boy fanatic shit that you're just so like clinching to so tightly and any little change whether it be someone coming out as another as a as non-heterosexual someone changing just a simple phrase from the american way to a better tomorrow it just ticks your ticks your boxes and makes your blood boil like honestly if you have nothing better to do than hate on these two little changes that they've made to the superman ethos go do something better with your life i sit here and i talk about it because i am an advocate and a and at least an ally for people who want to see themselves represented in a way that i read my consume our media I love seeing new characters being portrayed in different lights and different walks of life in comic books because that's what comics are about. Comics are about a way of expressing yourself and finding your voice in a place where you feel very lost. And for people like fucking Gabe Eltab or whatever fuck you, however fuck you say his last name, your kind is not needed anymore. Like you can go off and write your on the fringe, non mainstream book about all these white guys who are all straight and make and make random fucking choices about being a man's man, and, and we're all like the Joker because that's my favorite favorite character, and the Punisher is also here. Like, no, go have that somewhere else. Let people be seen in mainstream comics. There's nothing there's nothing that hurts you from you reading or or looking at uh, the new comic or the new Superman saying truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Or there's nothing hurts you by looking at our thumbnail of John Kent kissing his boyfriend. 
it doesn't affect your life in any other way than you just being mad because you want to restrict them and and short and shrink their voice. You want to stifle them from being seen or heard, but it's just you who's only the victim because now that they're seen and heard, that that must take away from you being seen and heard. But no, because I, we're right here fucking talking about it. We're right here still listening to your fucking shit. I don't have time for it. I really don't. I I I hate giving time to bigots and 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 homophobes and and racists and shit. Because these are the people who will always be like, "Oh, go make your own characters. Don't mess up our characters. We make the characters." And they're like, "Oh, well, this is still wrong. We shouldn't have it in here." Like, what do you what do you want for us to do? What do you really see how this plays out? Like. It honestly is something that they never can answer because when we make the characters that you say go make our own, they don't, they don't, they don't still like it. When we we have a character and we ch- and we basically evolve them, modernize them, they don't like it because it's changing everything. It's not canon. Canon is something that is literally flexible and plausible. Like canon changes, especially in the DC universe, every three to five years. And anyways, we're now in a universe, an omniverse, as as DC says, not even a multiverse, an omniverse, where every fucking thing is canon. So if you say it's not canon, fuck yourself. The omniverse makes it canon because every iteration of every single character exists all at once. And they definitely, definitely, definitely have gay versions. (laughs) Uh, And that's all I have to say on that shit, bro. So, um... Let people be people. Let people love who they want to love. And let people hope for a better tomorrow. I've been your friendly neighbor and nerd, the Bobo. Of course, you can find me anywhere that you can stalk your ex. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at BoboFNN. You guys can definitely check out my YouTube page. Link's down below, of course. And you can check out um, my Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Bobo. Patreon.com forward slash B-O-B-B-O. There, again, you can find multiple tiers to help support me and the Wonderground Media Network. And all the things that we do and all of the podcasts that we put out. So, of course, I have another episode of You Filthy Casuals coming up soon. You guys definitely will um want to catch that. We, we're going to be on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Um, other upcoming events will be announced, hopefully, because I, I can't think of this shit right now, bro. I'm, I'm really just coming off this this nerd rage high. So <laughs> I'll definitely try to put things in the description below for anything that I have coming up. I don't feel like I have any any engagements. Um, I'm going to be at like Shadow Wrestling Alliance on the 23rd of this month, and um, I think I'm going to be taking a break off next next week. I so not like so Halloween time I'll be taking a break off there won't be an episode uh, I don't think on the 1st of November so yeah I just let's give y'all heads up on that or whatever so yeah uh, it, it's been a blast I really want to thank you guys again for joining me this is episode 60 shout outs to you guys for sticking in here for 60 episodes of the new iteration of Bobo's blog I've been talking for fucking 60 episodes oh god Ugh. <laughs> I don't understand how y'all put up with me but I do love you and thank you and cherish you guys all for this um yeah I, I'm just really trying to pad this out to make it an hour because I like an even hour like I really like a little tight hour um oh um November I'm gonna be dropping merch like I'm putting it out here so I will keep keep track of that shit bro I'm dropping merch stickers shirts um that's probably what I'm gonna gonna be dropping you guys will be seeing the shirt design soon if you've been on patreon you already saw the shirt designs stickers will be up on patreon in a in a few probably a little bit later um this week if I can get them, and I'll probably send you guys out stickers for free if you're on my Patreon. If you're on Patreon, I'm going to say that now. You're getting free stickers. Fuck yeah. All right. So, again, catch y'all guys next week. Peace.